the scoring cap from the top against Marion. Durant, pull up jumper. Up the rim and This is the Limitless Range Podcast. I am your host, Corey Chandler, and I am here today with our co-host, Petey Podlo. What's up? What's up? What's going on, Petey? As always, you can go to our website, LimitlessRangePodcast.com, or you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at OneLimitlessRange. New year, man. New uh, halfway through the NBA season or so. Time flies. Yeah, it does, man. You got any... uh, Good New Year's resolutions you jumped on for this year? Yeah, just, you know, trying to get in sh- a little better shape, you know? Yeah. Start hooping again. Yeah. Stuff that's like a, that. Yeah, so. that's a huge one. I'm yeah. on, uh, trying to go on the same train. I'm turning 30 this year. Dang. Dirty so, 30. Dirty 30. If you guys are uh, interested, we're trying to, uh, trying to go to Aruba this summer. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, if interested you guys Interested in what? Aruba. Going with you? Yeah. So, anybody <laughs> who wants to go, that's, that's where I'm going. I'm That's trying to have dope. champagne on the beach. I don't know much about it. I just remember it in a Beach Boys song, you yeah. know? Like, dude, yeah. that's that'd be fun, though. Yeah, it's gotta for, be pretty. It sounds pretty. Aruba. Yeah. yeah. So, no, it's going to be dope. So, yeah, I'm I'm throwing an invite out to honestly whoever wants to come party. So, if you listen to the podcast and you want to show up in Aruba <laughs> around July 4th of this year, show up. That's dope. That's dope. But I want to be in shape, man, right? I don't want to be on my 30th and a freaking beach whale on the, you know, side of the ocean can't right? even get out of the sand and shit. Like, ah. So, that's funny. But yeah, I'm with you on the losing weight thing. Um, But yeah, man, halfway through the year, we got uh, some good stuff today. We got obviously some LeBron talk, some stuff's going on in Philly. Um, You know, all-star voting has opened up in the the first. Some interesting. Yeah, some interesting, uh, you know, names have popped up on so far on the voters list from the fans and whatnot. So we'll jump into that and then, you know, we'll pick a. Sounds like we're going to pick a, a team off of some non-All-Stars. You know, we'll do a little, you know, pick them challenge between you and I and see what team we think, uh, you know, would, would work out the best out of the guys that probably aren't going to be on the All-Star team this year or who haven't popped up on the list at least right now. My team's going to crush yours. That's yeah. You, oh, yeah. You're pretty good at building teams. I'm not going to lie. I, uh, I mean, I've already been looking at our list here, and I'm just going to try to, you know, go after guys that can cover us five out system because i know that's all you're gonna run <laughs> five out all day right so try to pick that going on it's money yeah all right let's uh let's jump into some some news of the week dougie fresh our producer you got any uh news of the week for us well you know i i know you guys kind of wanted to talk about uh what's going on in philadelphia you know um this rift between joel Embiid and the sixers the coaching and now Jimmy Butler, too, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, Joel Embiid, he publicly complained about his role uh, in the system. I mean, you've got the quote over here. What was that? Yeah, so uh, Embiid stated, I haven't been myself lately. I think it's mainly because of the way I've been used, which is I'm being used as a spacer, I guess, a stretch five, which I'm only shooting 29% from three. Since the trade, I've been really down. I tend to get triple teamed a lot. I was in the flow of the offense. I feel like I'm not anymore. There's not a lot of possessions I get on the block. I don't know. We got to figure it out. Yeah, stuff like that. And then, um, gosh, him and him and Simmons, what, uh, someone hit each other in the face and stuff. <laughs> and they're getting in fights on the court with the other teams. Jimmy Butler, you know, off-court stuff. What uh, There was a petition to ban Kendall Jenner. From the home games, you see that? That's yeah. uh, what Ben Simmons' girlfriend. Doesn't surprise me. Bunch of shit. 
you know, I thought Embiid was going to be a lot tougher. He sounds like a mental midget. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, come on, man. And his, like, quote, even, like, counterdicts himself. He's like, I'm being only used as a stretch five. And I'm being triple teamed. Who's triple, who triple teams a stretch five? <laughs> so, obviously, you're getting the ball in the on the block if you're being triple teamed. If they're, triple I mean, teaming, if, if they're triple teaming a stretch, stretch five, five somebody's holding it. it. Yeah, your team's not going to lose a game, bro. I promise you that. You'll be a triple team <laughs> spreading the floor in the corner. So, I mean, I don't know, man. It's just I feel like these these young guys want to be like the James Harden, like the volume. But then they're recruiting like guys like LeBron and stuff. Like, you know, remember it'd be begging for LeBron to come. Like, bro, you would not want LeBron. If you think, if you, think you get less touches with Jimmy Butler, bro. You're averaging what twenty seven and and thirteen, right? Yeah, something like that. You Chris Bosh now, bro. You Chris Bosh now with LeBron there. Why are you even recruiting him, bro? If you can't handle that, right? Yeah. Because now his stats go way down. He becomes a twenty ten guy with Le- with LeBron there. That's for the truth. Sure. No, for sure. You know. Well, it's interesting too. It's like, is is it about winning games for these guys, or is it about their own, you know, personal accolades? Because it's like. They're still what? I mean, they're fourth in the West. I looked up and noticed that they're now fifth in offense since they got Jimmy Butler. So they've actually, their offensive efficiency has gone up since they got Jimmy Butler. So we see all this, you know, all this drama and all this stuff. They're all complaining about how the offense is running. But actually, they've gotten better offensively when they got Jimmy Butler. So it's like, what really, I just don't really understand why they're all complaining. Yeah, and then uh, Jimmy Butler was berating Brett Brown, right? Yeah, that's right. Like, they got in a shouting match or something like that. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, obviously, we talked about this on one of our first podcasts. Jimmy Butler had just got traded when we started this thing, and, you know, the drama. And I'm not about that kind of stuff. To me, I mean, I can see why players get frustrated. But to me, it's a team game, man. And I just feel like, especially you're winning, you're getting touches. You've already hit two game winners. Like, how much more do you want? I mean, they're giving you the ball with the game on the line twice, and you knocked it down. Like, what do you want every single game, the whole game, to be about you? I just don't understand. Like, to me, Jimmy Butler's been doing fine over there. So how much more does he want? Yeah, I don't – I can't defend him. I mean, I defended him the first time around, but I feel like even if you didn't agree with what was going on over there, you almost just have to be on your best behavior after what happened in Minnesota. Like, you you can't act a fool, or you're just going to be – blacklisted you're gonna cost yourself millions because people are gonna be like i can't pay this guy he's a cancer you know terrell owens or something like that so i mean it's he's acting stupid and even even if he has some reason and he has been balling for them like those game winners were huge shots and that's something they don't have i mean jj reddick can hit a game winner but he can't create his own shot like that and we both know simmons and mb can't do that so who's gonna take that michael jordan shot it's the jimmy butler you know so but it's it's hard to watch this whole stuff fall apart. It's just the, honestly the only guy that's quiet is Simmons, right? He hasn't even said nothing, huh? Yeah. Well, so. it's funny when we talked we talked about this earlier when, in one of our first podcasts. We talked about the three of them joining, and it's like who's going to be Chris Bosh? Who's going to be okay with the role? And we're like, if they all three gel and they're cool with their roles, then this team is going to be dope. If they're not, this team is going to crumble. And already yeah. we're seeing like it doesn't look like these three are going to gel. If they're not gelling now. Wait till if they lose some games or wait till they get some adversity in the playoffs. I mean, they're complaining right now and they're still winning games and they're winning some dope games with knocking down game winners and some fun stuff. Wait till they lose some playoff matchups. Then Jimmy Butler's really going to fly off the handle. And with the whole Jimmy Butler thing, I think it's funny because 
he's he's complaining about this millennial mindset that some of these guys have, and to me, he's acting like the most of he's acting like a millennial the most out of all of them. It's all about me, right? I mean, I don't like these guys. They're this or that, or they're not trying that hard. This and that. It's like, dude, some of the stuff you're doing is worse for a team than Wiggins not trying at practice. I mean, the the, to- the toxic stuff you're bringing to a locker room is almost worse than some of the stuff he's complaining about. So it's like. Dude, and what sucks is both of us love Jimmy Butler, right? I mean, we always have. The way he plays, his style, it's like he's got that grit. He's he's intense. And just to see him go out like this is just so tough. Yeah. Like, God, I hope he flips it because I, I don't want to remember Jimmy Butler's career at the end of the day like this. And this is starting to just constantly leave a you know a bad taste in my mouth with him. It sucks. Yeah, he needs to go to a place with vets, you know, people that, people that practice hard. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's just where he needs to be because obviously he does not mess with young kids. That's what it's looking like, you know. Yeah, it's interesting. What do you think? What do you think this means for the Sixers? You know, is this something where it's looking like maybe Jimmy Butler isn't somebody that they want to sign long term? I mean, it's obviously, or is one of the other three someone they're going to end up giving up? Because if these three can't work together, then obviously we can't we can't give Butler a big contract. You it's know? Jimmy. It's got to Jimmy's be. the guy that's always. He's thirty years old. Yeah, he's he had injuries. I mean, the other two guys are corn, corn, cornerstone pieces. Even though right now I think Jimmy's more valuable than Simmons. I, if I had a pecking order, if I was going into the playoffs and I had a pecking order of guys that I want to play in my playoff team, I would go Embiid, Butler, and then Simmons. But I agree. Simmons is younger. He's got way more upside. You got to stick with him. He's popular, you know. People want to come see him play. They don't feel the same way about Jimmy. You know, he's just older, and yeah, I don't see this team making the finals this year. I mean, yeah, you definitely got to drop him down. Unless if you flips. know, we had, we had him high, we had him up there. But I mean, I still, chemistry is huge. De- definitely so. still see him in the top four as we talk about all the time. I mean, the other teams in the West or the East, sorry, would be like, I mean, maybe the Pacers are jumping up there in the mix with them if that team isn't. Isn't mixing, but God, the rest of the East is like these guys could fight on the court and probably still win <laughs> games in the East, right? God, no joke, bro. <laughs> so bad. So, but I don't have them up there. It's funny because everyone, you know, when they all join together, everyone's like, "Oh, this three is going to work out perfectly," and they're. I think they're they're front runners for sure. It's like they're up there, but they got to gel, man. It's all about gelling, and I just don't see these three. I just see it continuing to go the other way, honestly. I think it's going to be tough. You know, the more I think about it, it, it's not a good fit. And the reason why, if you think about any top teams or whatever, all those top teams had somebody, and especially nowadays, have someone that can that light, light the three-point line up. And not one of those guys can do that. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, if you said, what's all three of their best qualities... And it's all scoring in the paint. Like if you took all all three, like Butler and Bead Simmons, what's all three of their best attributes? Scoring in the paint. Jimmy Butler, you know, creating, driving to the hole. Joel Embiid posting, and Simmons taking it to the hole is obviously his only, you know, in passing. But yeah. if you have all three guys with their strength being that, I mean, look, I mean, go look at the Warriors. Like, you know, Katie can take it to the paint, take it to the mid range. Curry's the limitless range. You know, can. Hit it from anywhere. You know, Draymond's a defender. You know, you can look at Kevin Love was a four-spacing three-point shooter. Kyrie can shoot the three-ball at a high clip. LeBron was the penetrator, you know, and Kyrie could do a little bit of both. 
But you always had the three-point shooting. And this team just doesn't... None of those stars is a consistent three-point shooter. You know? Like, Jimmy Butler hits it occasionally. Which is exactly why Joel, when he does get down on the block... He's talking about getting triple teamed. That's exactly Bingo. why. Because yes, because the other stars out there, Ben Simmons' guy can sag on him, and then he can, he, like you always talk about, he can jump in and poke on him. Jimmy Butler's guy can leave him a little bit because Jimmy Butler shooting a three isn't scaring us as much as Joel Embiid being down there by himself. So it's like we can come down and we can poke on him a little bit too. So if Bingo. either one of those guys are stretching the floor for you like you're talking about Joel Embiid's going to continue to get which is maybe why they're trying to utilize him as a stretch because they understand that they know man we really can't have you down on the block all the time because you are going to get double team and triple team and we're going to they're going to cover JJ Redick and make sure that he isn't stretching the floor for us and they're going to leave some of these other guys and if we do that our offense is not going to flow very well so that could be part of the reason he's being used that way there, there's things that they could do too. I a lot of teams, coaching is so poor in this league. I heard somebody on a show saying like, he was telling one of the the people he was debating with, and he was like, "Girl, you know how bad coaching is. There's coaches that don't know anything, anything that are head coaches and all this stuff." And she's like, "Yeah, you're right." And she played in the WNBA and he played in the NBA, Damn. right? So, you know, that made me think like, man, I'm onto something when I say these coaches are just not knowing what they're talking about because you could space the floor to get and be going like you know line up reddick on the wing have reddick hit him in the post make sure the worst shooters are on the opposite side of where he's posting and now if the double comes it has to come way longer right but said they have simmons passing him the ball in the post you know how easy that is the double right like it's like they're just so common sense things that they don't they don't run like it's when like I was watching the warriors and i told you Okay, every time Livingston hits KD in the high block, and they have no shooters out there. Rondo's smart. He instantly doubles KD. It's the smartest thing ever. It's like, oh, I don't got to worry about it. You're not going to shoot a three. Why are you even standing here? Yeah. You're not even going to attempt it. So, Well, then yeah. that comes down to, I mean, the original point was kind of about all this drama, top dog stuff, things like that, which if this project isn't going to work, hands down, one or the other, what do you think is going to be the thing that tears it apart? Is it like this drama locker room type of thing and, you know, uh, fighting for top position? Or is it just the actual play calling and, uh, you know, how it works on the court? Is it on the court or off the court that's going to be the demise of this team? I think it's it's going to end up being the on-the-court stuff, and I think it's going to come when they're losing because if they're already questioning the coach and the way that things are getting set up, and it's not even just touches. They're starting to say things like, I don't really like the way you're doing certain things. So it's not like, just give me the ball more. It's like they're trying to, uh, they're questioning the coach already. So get me in a playoff series with some of the stuff, you know, Pete's talking about with doubling off of Simmons onto Embiid and stuff like that and Embiid getting frustrated and them losing a game. Now they're really going to be frustrated. And if they go out and this team with these three believe or thought when they got Jimmy Butler that they should be able to make it to a finals. So if they go out, and they're a first or a second round exit, team's done. It's over. Yeah, It's a wrap. Mentally, you know, because right. they're going to be questioning the coach. They're going to be questioning each other. This team doesn't fit. We're this. We're that. We this, should have never added Jimmy. This is a team that's not going to come together through adversity. So when they get some adversity, and they're going to, they're going to get some adversity, and they're not going to come through with it. That's going to be the team. that. That's going to be the thing that just tears it apart, I think. Yeah, I agree with him. I mean, they just – the way they're built – and I, I was excited about it, but I didn't think about the shooting aspect. And I'm a big proponent of you need tons of shooting to win a championship now. Like, mm-hmm. like even the teams with 
not a lot of stars, you know. Like, go to Dirk's finals run. You know, he had Jason Terry grilling, and he had Jason Kidd was actually hitting his three at a high clip. Like, you need guys to to space the floor for you so that one superstar can work, mm-hmm. can go to work, you know. So, And that's the thing. You can win with one superstar. You honestly can if you have four shooters around him, and that one superstar has the gas in the tank to go to work. We've seen LeBron do it, and that's why that formula is so good. It's not because, oh, my God, LeBron's so much better than two or three superstars. It's the fact that LeBron gets to run ISO every single play, and he's a very efficient player, right? And if he has the gas in the tank, what's the difference between him running ISO 60 times with four shooters around and KD and Steph running ISO 30 times each. You yeah, see what I'm saying? For sure. It's the same formula. Like I do I think if KD got to run ISO 60 times a game with four good shooters around him and let him go one-on-one, it's it'd be it'd be sim- he'd be putting up hard numbers, you know? Yeah, I agree. Cuz he would be cooking his guy one-on-one and nobody could double him. Dougie, so it's so, the same. Dougie, so, Dougie I feel like that the answer to this is getting more shooters in Philly. I I think that the answer is one of your stars has to be a sharpshooter. J.J. Reddick's yeah. a great shooter, but he's not a star. Because those three guys are going to get the touches. One of them has to be able to, sh- to spread the floor and shoot it. And that, and honestly, the coach was trying to make him be the shooter, and I think that is actually the smartest strategy for them to win. Because well, that, that allows... shots, though. Even him shooting 30% is better than having Simmons stand out there while he posts. Because Simmons shoots 0%. <laughs> yeah. You see? So, so if you think... You know what I mean? So imagine how clogged the pain is. You know? It's crazy to say, but honestly, I mean, the way Jimmy Butler's acting and the fit that Covington was for them, they honestly probably better with Covington. Right They now, might yeah. be. You know, when it comes to playoff basketball, too, and you're talking about all these matchups and stuff, you know. Um, Dougie, it sounds like Pete's starting to get a little fired up about LeBron already. Yeah, is there a rant of the week? I know we got some LeBron stuff. Yeah. I feel like he's ready for it. Is there a rant of the week? I know we got some LeBron stuff going on here. Jeez, Let's I, give Pete an opportunity sure? to just go off. Let's do it. I mean, LeBron's been injured. Has he even been in the news lately? Oh, he's always know. in the news. We can find something. What's going? Oh, give us something. That's right. Yeah. Oh, he forgot his wine. News. That's <laughs> what forget that, right? Yeah. That was a headline that everybody had to see. No, it was all over my uh, news feed. Yeah. And LeBron course, forgot his glass of wine. Breaking news. Everyone's talking about that. The wine. No, <laughs> he's uh, everyone's talking about his comments on his show about uh, winning that championship made him feel like he was the greatest player of all time. That was all for 52 years of everything the sports going on in Cleveland. And then after I stopped, I was like, that one right there made you the greatest player of all time. And it's been discussed over and over and over again. But really, there's people on both sides still. Which is crazy, although he's been pretty lambasted by a lot of all-time greats. Yeah. But I just kind of wanted uh, wanted you guys to vent about that. What do you think? You agree with LeBron, right? You that he's first, now the greatest I'm, I'm going to go for an hour. Bro, so. <laughs> Pete's right. about well, to go we'll, off. Well, we'll go here. It's time for Rant of the Week. All right, let's do it. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. Oh, man. Dude, this guy... <laughs> What you think? Uh, what you take, dude? What you take on the? I'm putting quotation marks up. Goat, dude. It's just so annoying, man. I mean, I've talked about this several times. One of the things that drives me nuts about him, obviously, the crying, all those things, but is the fact that it's all about him all the time. Why isn't it 
that the Cleveland Cavaliers and what Kyrie did and the, the, what Kevin Love helped with and the offensive rebounds that Tristan Thompson had. And our group of guys, it was awesome to see us win as a unit. Why does that one moment make, I'm the greatest player of all time. I'm the GOAT now. It's like, dude, you didn't even hit the game-winning shot. You watch Kyrie Irving hit the game-winning shot and now you're the GOAT because of a shot that you didn't even hit? Like, dude, that's ridiculous to me. So those kind of things drive me nuts, the fact that he's even doing this. But the funny part is, is like, and Danny Ainge actually came out and said this. Um, I can't remember exactly what the quote is, but he called it, basically he's, he's doing the Donald Trump effect of what Donald Trump did in the campaign. Meaning he's basically making this a two-person race. He's taking out everybody else. And he's just saying me versus MJ. So now nobody's nobody's now going to talk about all these other stats, right? Kareem, six titles, six M MVPs. We're not going to talk about that. All-time leading scorer. Bill Russell's 11 ships in 13 years. Magic's five championships. Kobe's five-time championships. Nine-time MVP or NBA all-defensive player. We're just throwing out all those guys. Will Chamberlain. Right. <laughs> Will Chamberlain. All these guys, right? We're just throwing them all out there because it's just me versus MJ. And because he did this, and the same thing that I think Danny is just talking about, the same thing that Donald Trump did in the campaign, right? He's making a two-person race. So now that's all we focus on. Yeah. But what I love the most is when you look at some of the other stuff, because what this is bringing up is it's bringing up Okay, what did Kobe do when they were asked him about this similar stuff? What did MJ do when they asked him about this similar stuff? A Stephen A interview with Kobe Bryant in 2008. You versus Michael Jordan is starting to get compared. Do you feel like you're the... Kobe goes, I, I don't even... Stop, man. I don't even want to I don't even want to talk about that. Why are we comparing me versus MJ? You don't want to be the GOAT? Why are you trying to compare me to the best of all time? No. That's not even fair. Don't you want to be the best player of all time? I want to be the best me of all time. That's a dope ass answer. I pulled up I pulled up a quote by MJ as well when they asked him about being the GOAT. When I hear it, I cringe a little bit because it's a little bit embarrassing because no one knows. I never had the chance to, once again, to play against those guys, Jordan continues. I would love to have played against them, but I never did. And for you to say that I'm better than him, I mean, it's your opinion. It's their opinion. I accept that. And he's talking about Wilt Chamberlain, Jerry West, all those guys. He's saying it's disrespectful for you guys to say that I'm the GOAT. It's disrespectful for me to say I'm better than all those guys. You're basically taking away all those things. And so when I hear this about LeBron James, it's like, dude, I get that you're trying to petition for yourself, but you're disrespecting everybody else. You're disrespecting the NBA by doing this. You're taking away all those stats that I talked about with Kareem and Wilt and all these guys that did all these great things in Magic and Kobe and all these guys. It's like, dude, you're disrespecting all of them. All those guys should somewhat be in the conversation. You don't just all of a sudden go three and six in finals, have one great moment, and now all of a sudden you're better than all those guys. You jumped all those guys. And I talked to you about this, you know, on the drive over here. It's like there's this staircase of, of LeBron getting to MJ's level. And how come every time he loses a final, he still like goes up the stairs? He didn't have enough guys. He still averaged this many points and this many rebounds and assists. He still did this and this. We're putting him up the stairs a little bit further. When you lose an NBA Finals, you get swept in an NBA Finals. You go backwards. Yeah, that's true. You don't go up the stairs further. Oh, oh, he got swept. He, well, he's even closer to MJ now. Let's call him the go. No, motherfucker, you went down four stairs. 
that shit drives me nuts, man. That's that's well, just, I mean, just especially too much for me. especially when getting to the finals, you be Oladipo, a newbie. Like that's those are the guys on your resume to get to the finals. Like, come on, man. You know what I mean? Stop it. Like his I'm toughest. This off who the was the toughest player he faced in that finals run? Jason Tatum, a rookie. I've, I've said this before. Like, I'm supposed to call you the goat because you beat a rookie. I was supposed to call you the GOAT because you hit a game winner over a newbie who ain't even getting minutes right now. You know what I mean? Like, come on, bro. I don't care. Like, I don't. And playing off your Trump point, I mean, that's beautiful. Beautiful because it's like he is a mastermind at tricking, you know, people like this guy over here. You know what I'm saying? He's a mastermind at it, bro. Dougie Fresh. Yeah, he's just, it's smart because it's like what he's doing is by him saying this, it's like you said, it makes it to a two-man race, but even worse. It now, into everyone's mind, puts LeBron, at worst, at a tie with him. Or barely below. When, to me, he still notches below the dude, right? But by him saying this, it now puts in every, it brainwashes everyone to think like, no, he's not there yet. See, what he's doing is, now when he gets one more, if he gets one more, he now can act like, everyone can be like, all right, if you didn't believe before, now you have to say he's the GOAT because he got that last ring. No, dude, you're still way behind. You still need three more rings, you know, at least two. You know, if he gets to five and, like, you know, 12 appearances, maybe I'll, you know, it might become a, more of a conversation. But right now, he's not even close. I don't even understand. And I was talking to Big Dan, and he brought this point up. Man, it was, it was actually a really great point. He's like, LeBron's the only guy in the league that it isn't about winning to be the GOAT. Listen to this. This is so true. He's like, when in the NBA have stats ever mattered? Nobody goes, John Stockton's the best because he had the most assists, the most steals all time. It's true, dude. Like, nobody. He's like, it's not like baseball. No one ever really. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has the most points scored ever, and no one even mentions the dude ever, you know? But when LeBron gets that, it's gonna be like this almighty feat. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everyone's tracking his scoring, like, like, like it's basically like it's an unfair advantage. Like with LeBron, it's ba- it's they almost treat basketball stats like it's baseball stats. You know how baseball stats are so sacred. Like when he does something, it's like, oh my god, he broke the home run record. But when somebody else does it, it's like, oh well, whatever. You know, it's not that big of a yeah, deal. It's a great point. Nobody tracks NBA NBA stats like that. It's never been a thing. When we talk about all these top players of all time, it's always been about rings. That's that's what it's been about. Why did Jordan in the conversation? The six rings. You know what I'm saying? Kobe, the five rings. No one's like, is Kobe in the conversation? Because he has the most, you know, uh, where's, he, where, where's he in the all-time scoring list? That's not what, that's not what, what made the debate, though. It was the five rings and how he, like, oh, man, he got five. That's huge for his legacy. But now with LeBron, it's just all about stats. You know, it just makes no sense to me. Yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to stomach. I have, I mean, I could go on. I, I, there's just so many things I could say about LeBron and his crying. I mean, we could talk about, all right. So he, he thinks because he beat three hall of famers and right now the way Draymond Green looks, you can argue that this dude ain't even going to make the hall of fame. Shannon Sharp called him four hall of famers. Apparently Harrison oh, yeah. Barnes, hall of famer. Yeah. Harrison Barnes, right. Hall of famer. Cause he never beat KD on, with, on that team. So. I don't want to hear that LeBron before Hall of Famers. That's a great point. You could say two Hall of Famers and a possible, but if Draymond's step is the way it looks right now and it, and that's the rest of his career, right? If he's the player who's now shooting 22%, is he making the Hall of Fame off of a you know three, four-year run? Do you think so? 
Let me ask well, the hey, producer here. Is, is it? Wait a minute. Was he talking about Hall of Famers just in that Golden State series, or is he just talking he, about all the people that he's beat? No, he because said he did in beat that KD. No, no, no. He said in that Golden no. State series. Oh, in that really? Golden State series. He said he beat Hall, four Hall of Famers because yeah, he was defending the fact of how can you not call him the goat? He beat wow. four. Hall of Famers. That's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. Thank you. Okay. KD wasn't even on the team yet. KD wasn't on the team. Yeah. But yeah, like Pete asked, do you right now? Would you say that Draymond Green's a lock for a Hall of Fame spot? Hell no. Okay. Who, who ever you. said that? Everyone thinks that LeBron beat all these Hall of Famers. I mean, he has over the course of his finals career. No, right. He's beat Tim. Duncan. No, this was in that you know, series. In that series. The argument is he's always that Steph, he beat but... all these Hall of Famers, right? When in fact, if you're going to say Draymond's a Hall of He's Famer, you have to say too. Kevin Love's a Hall of Famer with his cumulative stats, right? Right. Okay. So it was three Hall of Famers versus three Hall of Famers. Yeah. Whoop the doodah, man. Like, seriously. <laughs> seriously. You're supposed to be the GOAT and you beat a team evenly matched. <laughs> Bravo, LeBron. Bravo. Tears are coming down right now. Yeah, because like no crying. seriously because he's so proud of that moment i beat a team in a championship at an even playing field <laughs> that's my greatest feat that puts me above jordan why because your other rings you were super stacked right yeah and then this is the only one where you guys had it you know Kyrie, curry you know draymond kevin love you clay you know whatever they, there's edges all over you want to, if Dude, you want to talk and, about. And look at who Jordan went through in the 90s. Jesus Christ. Oh, no, but Not only beating stacked. the teams in the finals, but those East teams are way better, uh, way better than oh, what yeah. the East is now. Well, and it's funny too, because so it's like, it, this makes you the GOAT, but what about the loss? So you're talking about the great feat that he had of beating this, this team. What about the feat that Dirk did to beat you? Shouldn't that make? Doesn't that take you off the goat? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Well, okay. So he, he's the goat. Wait, wait. He's the goat because three Hall of Famers beat three. Well, not even three, dude. Okay, Two and, so, and a half, maybe. Well, we'll say three. Let's give him a three. Three Hall of Famers beat three Hall of Famers, right? But and I'm we. Jason Kidd was not playing Hall of Fame ball, so don't give me that <laughs> shit. All right. Yeah. One Hall of Famer beat three in their prime. Yeah. So, does that make Dirk the GOAT? Because, I mean, I'd rather give it to him if we're going off that. that <laughs> That's true. That theory, you know what I mean? Yeah. Of GOAT because how hard it was to beat that that team. Well, there Dirk's we go. Dirk's feet was way we, tougher. Everybody just, should agree that Dirk's run to win that finals is way more impressive than what LeBron did. I don't care if it's what he's ever done. 52 years for Dude. Cleveland, and that now makes me the GOAT. You don't get to have the whole cities just because you want it for the city. That doesn't make you the GOAT. Bro, Dirk beat... In that series run, not only did he, did he beat that stacked Miami team, he beat Kobe and the Lakers, the up-and-coming OKC Thunder, yeah. and I want to say he, he beat, beat the Spurs. It's usually beat, those three teams you got to go through. Or oh, your Blazers. Blazers. Yeah. He beat the Blazers. Okay. All right. Th that's not impressive, but Stop everything it. else on the resume. <laughs> <laughs> everything else on that resume is, is nice. You know, but go to LeBron's wins, bro. The Pacers. I mean, how many times has he beat the Pacers, bro? People call Paul George, Paul George a joke, right? But when LeBron beat him, it was must-see TV for some reason. I don't get it. I, had, I like Paul George. I think he's a good player. But he was playing LeBron by himself versus three superstars. What do you mean? They had David West. Oh, yeah. They right. had Roy, Roy Hibbert. Hibbert. Roy George, Hibbert. George Hill, who's balled out ever since. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 
The fact that Paul George took him to seven is impressive. All right, well, we got to wrap up the rant. And I think, Pete, I think you just got the... uh, the nice clickbait title for this podcast is Dirk the Goat. Ooh, <laughs> there we yeah, go. Yeah, that'll get people on here. No, I like it. It's, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. If you have, if works. you have to say you're the goat, you're not the goat, right? There you go. If you have to say you're the best hooper in the in the Tri Cities, you're not the best hooper. If you have to say you're the best hooper in Compton, you're not the the people that are the best at things. Usually, don't have to tell everybody else that they're the best at it. That's why MJ didn't have to do it. That's why Kobe didn't have to do it. And that's why LeBron has to do it because he's not even close to the goat yet. All right. Well, that's where the bell is. He needs to he's stop not, tripping down the stairs. We're, 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 we're running. We're running yeah, past sorry, the sorry, bell. Sorry, we're, sorry, no, we're yeah, running yeah, past yeah. the bell. Let's, Let's wrap it up. Ring the bell. All right. Bell. All right. We've got room for more rants in the coming weeks. God. <laughs>
Okay, that's how Dwayne Wade's career is now. Chris Bosh gets like some career-ending, you know, injury. Like he literally gets a career-ending injury. So now it's like, oh my God, look at the Heat. They only won 20. Of course, bro, it only would work out that way, bro. Because if you had a healthy, <laughs> a healthy Chris Bosh and a healthy Wade, they're gonna win, you know, 50 games and still be relevant, you know. But now it's like. Look at what happened to the Heat once LeBron left. They were trash. And, and I'm not even kidding you, bro. Think about the Cavaliers situation, right? They were trash, of course. No Kevin Love, only Kyrie Young hadn't even become the player he is right now, right? So now he gets all the credit for turning that franchise around and it was trash before he got there. Well, they add another superstar with Kevin Love. What happens when he leaves? Kyrie's gone. Kevin Love gets hurt for the year, basically. And now we're comparing the Cavaliers team with freaking Larry Nance and, and Jordan Clarkson as their starters <laughs> and saying, oh my God, look at how bad they are without LeBron James. Well, I'm sure if they had a healthy Kyrie Irving and a healthy Kevin Love, they would win, you know, 40, 48, 49 games, make a five seed and be relevant. You know what I'm saying? But it's always like, even, the, even now, bro, I'm like, I'm like, all right, everyone's going to see how good these Lakers are without LeBron. Rondo breaks his hand, bro. Like the white guy. <laughs> Kuzma's out! And now I got Brian hitting me up, bro. See, I told you Lakers suck without LeBron. <laughs> well, yeah, bro. They don't got Kuzma and Rondo either, but the media's gonna play this is look at how bad they are without LeBron. It's like, bro, I swear, bro, this guy has like a freaking injury wish box, and he's like, he literally, or he has like a voodoo doll, bro. And he's like, I'm gonna sit out some games and I'm gonna freaking poke this player up. He's gonna miss the whole season, you know, so everybody can say how valuable I am. And that's exactly what happens for LeBron, bro. His entire uh, career. Did I not make yeah. good points with all the injuries? Oh, yeah. If all those players are healthy that I named and playing how they were playing when he, when they played yeah, with him, good. The those teams oh, yeah. would have been relevant. Yeah. That was a sick bonus rant. All right, man, sorry. <laughs> Pete, is, Pete is sweating right now. I love it. Bro, that's, ah, uh, man. I've been no, it's true. No, those are great points. That's, no, that's He's great. just lucky, bro. The way it's lined up, I ain't gonna lie. It's always lined up to make him look like he was he is very valuable, but I'm telling you, uh, it could have it, it just played out in his favor. And he knows when to jump ship. He knows when Dwayne Wade's getting old, and he's like, "I'm out of here," you know. Like, so I mean, he's smart, bro. He's. Uh. <laughs> All I right, love it. let's move on. I'm glad I got that in there because that would have killed me if I didn't get that in there. <laughs> no, that's a great point, man. That's what she said. <laughs> so, how are we gonna pick these guys? What's the order? How are we All doing right. this? Simple rock paper scissors or. I'm down. You know, see, see who is arm wrestling. You but know, I'm down. I'll go with uh, <laughs> I'll go with rock paper scissors. Rock paper scissors. <laughs> best out one. of one. Best out of one. All right. All right. I knew you were gonna go scissors. Oh. I knew it. I knew it. I'm the it's king a, of rock paper scissors, baby. Yeah, and of course Pete wins yeah, I'm the by king playing of rock, the paper, rock. scissors. <laughs> that makes me the goat. Hey, I'm just saying I beat Laura all the time. You know, makes yeah, me the king. In that moment, we I do. Felt we like do. I was we, the greatest we do, of all time. We do that, like. Uh, who's gonna go downstairs and get the dessert? Rock paper scissors. I always beat her. That's get funny. your ass downstairs. <laughs> That's All funny. All right, Pete. Pete's going first. first. Pick then. <sighs> Man, I better not mess this up. My first pick is going to be Carl Anthony Towns. It's a no-brainer for me. I mean, the guy's a little crybaby, but he's a baller. <laughs> like, I don't know how this dude didn't get the votes. Especially with the weak big men. Pete's off to stretch on the floor with a stretch five. <laughs> you already know. All right, then. So now do do I get to go twice? Or how does that work? Or do I go once and then he goes back and forth? Just back and forth? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
whatever. I like okay. how he just adjusted after he loses rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? He was waiting to see what, oh, yeah. what I would have played out. I wouldn't have said anything if it <laughs> yeah. went on the other way. Uh, so yeah. this is a snake draft, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, Carl Anthony Towns. All right. I'm going to go, because I'm definitely not letting you match these two up. I'm going with Drew Holiday. Defensive oh, point like guard. That, huh? It's like that. Wow. See, he's smart here. He would not have picked Drew Holiday normally, but he knows how much I like him and that I actually voted for him in those All-Star I, I knew Pete liked him. He's a defensive point guard, and I saw what he did against Dame so last year. All right, all right. I didn't see that coming. That was my next pick. So. I bet it was. <laughs> Hold on a second here. You know what? Since you took my guy, I'll take your guy. No, actually, no, I'm, I ain't taking your guy. I'm gonna take this kid right here, De'Aaron Fox. Wow. Let me get that nice little baller point guard. Drew Holiday gonna shut that shit down. Okay, it's all right. Fox, Fox gonna be hitting towns. Don't matter. <laughs> what you got? I like the way my team's shaping up already. I mean, I wish I could pick Jimmy Butler so Towns could go cry in the corner, but I can't do that. Oh, <laughs> um, that's funny. Did Jimmy get voted in? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I like the way this guy's playing this year. I think he matches up well against Towns. I'm going to go with Vucevic. Nikola Vucevic. Speak into the microphone, please. Oh, my God. Nikola Vucevic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, okay. That's not a bad pick. It's not a bad pick. I'm going to match you with some defense, and let me get my boy Clay. You know, he's been shooting better lately. That's a good one. I'll take Clay. That's a good one. You're going to get beat, bro. It's already looking bad for you. I don't know, though. That Darian, rock, paper, scissors cost Darian Fox, can he shoot threes? Hmm, that might struggle for Pete in his stretch. No, he don't have to, though. That's the thing. You no, can have okay. one guy that dribble penetrates. Okay, okay, okay. Ask LeBron. <laughs> Ask LeBron. Okay. We're assuming all these guys are healthy, right? Uh, like when they sure. are healthy, I'm not picking a dude. Oh, yeah. Of okay, course. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Oh, you just like, grab Boogie know. Cousins? Right. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Um, I'm going to go with Devin Booker, man. Mm, I'm loving your team. A lot of nothing. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you just better hope Clay shoots better than he has for your Warriors. Oh, his resume is pretty nice. <laughs> Think I'll write it. <laughs> Let's see. All right, all right, all right. I got the one, the two, and the five. I'm going to take this guy here. You know what I'm saying? You kind of traded him in our fantasy league, but let me get that long wing defender who can hit threes as well, Chris Middleton. He's been balling lately, too. Gotta go with some. You need to go with some star power, cause right now, bro, <laughs> three guys you got got a combined votes of fifty thousand. Let's go with. There's not much star power left on this list, to be honest. No, that's um, true. this is a crazy pick. I mean, he doesn't even deserve to be in the All Star game for sure, but I like him, man. I'm gonna go with uh, Robert Covington. Mm. That surprised you, huh? Nah, he's on your fantasy team. Dude. It didn't surprise me at all. I already knew he had a shot. I swear to God. Dude, I, I just... Oh, man. 
This the same reasons we're talking about some of these other guys. I feel like wing presence defender. He's he's underrated. Maybe it's just because he helps my fantasy team. I don't know, but he's helped the Wolves out a lot more than Jimmy sure. Butler did. All right, man. To finish this up, I'm gonna go with a guy that I think has had a pretty baller season. I've never really been a fan of him, but I feel like he's kind of earned it. This team's doing really good, and they don't really have much to work with. And he would fit this team perfect. Oh, man. I don't want to put this guy in. Hold on a second. Just gave him a big old speech, and now I'm having doubts. <laughs> right. Really like this guy. Oh, shoot. Yeah, man, I'm going to go with him. I think he's a, you know, he's, I can play him at the four. Are you confident enough to say his name or? Ibaka. Mm. Serge Ibaka, huh? Yep. It's not bad. Okay. It's over for you, brother. Nah. We, we can put a poll up if you want and let's have Twitter yeah. pick. Okay. All That'd right. be fun. All right. Loser, like loser buys lunch. Okay. I like that. Um, I'm going to go with. <laughs> He's like, oh shit, this is going on Twitter. I better really think about this. <laughs> Let me study a bit. Um, I'm gonna go with Tobias Harris. Yeah, I was I was leaning towards him too. The four. All right, so you guys each got a starting five so far. So uh, who, who's I on only your... got four dudes. You got four? No, you got five. You got five. Who do you have on your list? I'll help you. I got Drew, Devin Booker, Vucevic, oh Covington, and Harris. Okay, yeah. that's five. Yep. So I would have forgot about him too. <laughs> was that Drew, Vucevic? Covington, Booker, and Harris. Yep. And what do you got, Pete? Star power. I got Fox, Clay, Middleton, Ibaka, and Towns. Okay. All right. So uh, let's do. Let's just do two bench spots. All okay. right. And let's see what we this got. This could be key. All right. So shore up that bench. See what you're gonna do. Get guys to sub in here. All right. You know what? Centers get tired quick, so let me get my boy Rudy. I'll take the D. Okay. Defense. Rudy. That was Rudy Gay, right? <laughs> You're funny. Rudy Gobert. Okay. Rudy Gobert. God, the star power on the freaking backcourt is awful over here. God, Donovan Mitchell's been such a freaking disappointment this year. Notice he's glancing over his boy. It's horrible. <laughs> mm -hmm. He's been not that great either. I don't trust him. Mm. But for a bench guy, I am going to go with... I'm going to go with Marcus All, man. Play him off the bench. I love that. He's nice. That's a good I pick. Like Marcus All is a baller. Yeah. He's like definitely a poor man's Rudy Gobert, so that's a great pick. <laughs> I'm just joking. I like to like. I love Marcus Sol, so I can't even hate on. Are the Jazz even close to making the playoffs this year? Not right now. I didn't think so. All right, all right. That was good. That was good. It's that crappy Donovan Mitchell though. Is that what it is? I'd say it's, he's been playing like crap. Let me get this guy, man, because you know what? I'm I'm gonna pick somebody that that's gonna put on a show. Okay. So let me get some Zach Levine. He's been balling out too. Bulls suck, but you know what? This guy will put fill the seats up with his slam dunks. So, okay. Plus, I got 
hell of room to work with with as bad as your team is. So I can gamble a little bit. I got to go backcourt here. The last pick. Lou Williams has always loved being six man, man. Let me give some Lou Lou. Mm. Oh, snap. He loves being off the bench, man. These other guys are going to complain. Zach Levine's going to be complaining about the coach the whole time. You're going to play me off the bench? I'm Zach Levine. Yeah. I'm no more know. suicides for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Sweet. All we right, got so our rosters. All right. So after that absolutely fascinating draft we just had. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, um, we'll, we'll, we'll go over what the teams are here. So these guys probably won't make the all-star team. Who's on, who's on your team, Pete? Well, I got Towns at the center, Abaka at the power forward. I'm getting both can hit threes. Both can play great defense. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I got, they both could, well, I mean, Towns is a good rebounder. Mm-hmm. Abaka's all right. You're going to give me Middleton at the three, can guard anybody. Clay, great defender. Both can also shoot threes. And then I got Fox, another great defender who can dribble, penetrate, creep. Everybody likes to pass the ball. Have everybody space the floor. And I see domination. That's all I see. And then, you know, bring Rudy Gobert in off the bench for some defense. And uh, after we're up 50 on Corey's team, I'll throw Zach Levine in there for some garbage time dunks. Oh, you're really thinking about defense, though, huh? That's really cute. Defense in three. Three and me, baby. What what do you got, Corey? That's really cute and all. But, um, dude. Darian Fox, first of all, there's no way that Drew Holiday is not shutting down Darian Fox. So your big-time playmaker going to be able to get guys open, stretch the floor, penetrate. He ain't going to be able to penetrate. So your your uh, plan is already flawed there. Uh, so we got Drew. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, okay. I, I thought I, you had a rebuttal. Uh, no, I, actually, I do have a rebuttal. Already? <laughs> you, you do know Pelicans are 26th-ranked defense in the league, right? And that's with AD Andrew. So just thought I'd let you know that. Go ahead, continue. Yeah, but this is a uh, this is a one-game matchup here. We uh, let's be honest. I I, I, I got to go with Drew. I saw what he did against uh, my Blazers last year. I'll be one to admit when my team gets shut down. And to watch what Drew did against Dame last year, give me Darian Fox, who has no big game experience. And yeah, it's a lock. Anyways, um, Devin Booker, young kid, like you said with Zach Levine, he's a kid that will put on a show. He's a kid that I think can uh, show up and obviously knock down some threes. His defense is a little bit suspect, but you know when Clay's shooting twelve percent this year, I'm not too worried about that. Um, Covington, you know, I've always loved Covington. I, uh, we talked about him with the trade of Minnesota. I feel like he made the team better than Jimmy Butler did, to be honest. It's just the type of dude that accepts his role. And uh, as we talked about with the big stars of Philly and stuff like that, your team might look good, but, you know, those guys might not be able to work well together where Covington's the type of dude that plays his role, does his thing, does a great job at it, love him. Tobias Harris, the same thing. I've never heard him complain about much. Um, can stretch the floor, lengthy. Uh, Vucevic's dope. He's uh, same thing. Can stretch the floor, play defense, rebound, big, having a big season. Probably shouldn't have traded him away in fantasy. I think he's on your team now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's like a balling out for you. Um, Lou like Williams, as I picked, sixth, uh, sixth man of the year um, type of dude. And uh, so he'll uh, he'll love coming off the bench. I'm sure he'll light it up for me. And then uh, Marcus Gasol, who I know is a dude you love, defensive big. Um, it's going to be able to slow down the game when I need to, when I need us to, it's going to be a close matchup. I'm not a overly confident with a 50 point lead like Pete is, but when it's close and I need it to slow down, Marcus all will take it down for me. So, so, so you're starting five, Corey, you think, you think your starting five would be Pete's. I do. I think, uh, I think the difference is, is a lot of people look at star power. 
Pete picked a lot of stars, and his I mean, his team's legit. Pete does a good job, um, but I just feel like that team is just not going to gel well together. I mean, I feel like Zach Levine's probably going to start drama before we even get to the game on the plane. Probably. Well, it's, it's one game, though, right? Yeah, yeah it's, it's one like game. It's an all-star game. It's so an you're worrying game. about gelling that much? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not too worried about it. I mean, star, star power, I really... These guys, Towns is a superstar, you know, but everybody else is kind of... Towns is dope. You know, Middleton, Fox, they're up-and-coming players. You know, I like I like what I got. I feel like one through five, I got defense. You know, everyone can shoot, and it's... I just... I don't see how you guard that. You know, I can already think of matchups I could pull against against his team, you know. So as long as I got the, coach, the right coach, should be all right, because, I mean... Well, your coach. He talked coach about, of the team. Oh, I'm coach. Oh, it's over. Yeah. It's over. <laughs> oh, I mean, he talked about he talked about Drew Holiday's defense. I give him, you know, Drew Holiday's a bomb defender. But against Lillard, the one of the reasons why Drew Holiday dominated was because he had AD backing him up. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not versus Vucevic is a nice player, but he's not Anthony Davis. You know. So yeah, but Darian Fox is like four foot three. So I mean, <laughs> Tobias Harris will probably swat the shit out of them. So I don't really need Anthony Davis. You know what I mean? Yeah, but Darian Fox's game is a lot different than Damian Lillard's too. So, it you're is. a lot of credit to Darian Fox. I didn't even notice you were this big of a Darian Fox guy. No, huh? I mean the thing is, is I I I need him to get my other guys going. That's what I want. No, I understand. I'm not that, really worried about him scoring thirty like you are. No, no, no so. I'm not worried about him scoring thirty. That's either, not gonna be our I'm game plan. About, I'm talking about we're talking about one game matchup, and Darian Fox is your your guy. Like he's the one that's creating everything for you, Darian Fox. Like I don't know, man. I just don't know if I trust it that much. He's a beast, dude. You yeah, he's good. I, no, I like him. He is good, but... So, I mean, I'm not too worried. I mean, you got Booker. I mean, come on, bro. They're, have they ever won? You got you got guys right now that... Oh, my God, bro. I mean, they're not even winners. So, I mean, it's like, why am I over here even debating with you? Like, Booker? Booker ain't never won anything. So, I mean, you know, Covington... I don't know, man. I'm Booker. Sorry. Evan Booker put Booker. up 70 points in the game once. Exactly. And not only that, game. but Booker's a role player. Like, Booker's the type of dude that's going to... He's not a role player. When you to me, up, he is. To me, he to is. You, to me, he is. In this, in the, he's got the most star power out of everybody on your team. Yeah, but he's not going to... He's not the dude that has to light it up for me. I don't need him to light it up. I need them to gel as a team. You need Darian Fox to light it up, and Darian Fox... I don't Fox need has Darian Fox to light What are you talking about? You're smoking. I got Towns, Clay... You you need Booker more than I need Fox to score. That's for sure. But Fox is the dude that's going to be operating the ball. I'd rather have Drew Holiday handling the ball than Darian Fox. So you're talking about a guy that's never won. Darian Fox, I mean... I'm going to tell you something, bro. Drew Holiday doesn't even handle the ball for his own team. But so, Darian I mean, Fox? Yeah, he at least he has the experience. You know, when, oh Alf- I, when, Alfred, Payton, when Alfred Payton came back, they, they, Drew Holiday was like, please, I don't want to run point guard no more. He hates it. Yeah, his turnovers were through the roof. He'll be fine. So I mean that that case right there is no no bueno. I gotta say, go ahead. It's De'Aaron Fox. Uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Who cares? De'Aaron well, Fox. Yeah, probably Kings is. fan listening. Yeah, probably Kyle yeah. and them will correct us. Oh yeah. man, we don't care about them. Speaking of putting up, on I, we're Twitter. still calling him De'Aaron. <laughs> yeah, I like I like De'Aaron better. <laughs> that sounds cooler to me. <laughs> but yeah, man, I think it's gonna be a good matchup. I think uh, I think it'll work out. I think both of us are pretty similar. We both nah, went sure, with uh, sure. w- w- yeah, for sure. We both went with some guys that can want. stretch the floor. Right, a little arguing between <laughs> you and Pete. 
<laughs> Why don't you guys debate more? <laughs> well, uh-huh. we'll we'll see what the people think, though. Yeah, Who, who's going to win that? I what, honestly, do you, what do you I think? think? I honestly think want... they're going to go with. I honestly think they'll go with Pete because a lot of people see star power and they go crazy. Oh man! Come no, on. no, for sure. Come on, you're already hedging your bet here. Like it's a lose lose oh, for me now. Now if you win, it's like you got the huge upset. I get what and you're if saying. I lose, it's like you predicted the loss. No, that makes sense. Come on, we gotta that's, battle that's it smart. out a little bit. That's smart. It is smart. There we go. That's Skip that Bayless. Smart. That's <laughs> a Skip Bayless move right there. Right? Attacking the media like LeBron, trying to learn some things. Twist it. Yeah. That's funny. That's funny. Twist it. What what so. interests me is uh some of the guys that you guys skipped over. Uh CJ McCollum. <laughs> Could have had Stephen Adams. Could have had Stephen Adams come off your bench. Uh, Andre Drummond, man, I, mean, I there, like Stephen Adams some, better than some Andre guys Drummond. Still out to be there. honest, Clint Capella. I see I the like tough Marcus saw and Rudy Gobert more than both those bigs you just named. So. See the True. T- See That's the tough point. thing I feel like is to know what type of game this is. Is it a playoff game? Is it just an All Star type of game? Is nobody playing defense? Because if it's just like an All Star type of game, then the way we draft our team probably doesn't even matter because we're like, oh, we love these guys. They Three and D guys, they're dope, but it's like in an All Star game, it's like dunks, and they're not playing defense. So it's like, well, are I those do guys have really the best playing? Dunker on the list, oh, but I yeah, I agree the... with you. You know what I'm saying? Zach Levine's a beast on the dunks. Yeah, he's not bad. He's not bad. Dude. So if this is so if this is a game, so one game exhibition, the losing team gets shot out of a cannon <laughs> into outer space. They Jesus. have to win this Jesus game. Christ. You got yeah. They get I'm... shot on a rocket into the heart of the sun. I'm still going. I'm still going with my roster just because I yeah. feel like they, they're the type of team that could gel together. Now that to me is more important than just star power. Yeah, I don't really see them gelling that well. I mean, they're a bunch of dudes who accept their roles. I mean, we've already heard drama with Zach Levine. We've heard drama with Towns. I mean, I got a bunch of dudes. I've never heard drama with any of these guys. Oh, so I feel like that's important. Booker's had drama. He's been arguing with Aiden. Has he? Yeah. Yeah, I guess a little bit. So I mean, but. All right, well, we'll see what everyone thinks on Twitter. All right, yeah, we'll yeah see this will be fun, man. If, if anyone uh, drops off the all-star list, who who could have been on here? Shit, I should, if, probably, uh, I should probably be allowed to pick up Dame there. at this point. I mean, right. shit. He might not make it. They're probably, I mean, it looks like they're going to put in freaking Derrick Rose over Dame. So, <laughs> yeah, let me get Dame on my team. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's ridiculous. I'll let you switch Dame for Drew. <laughs> oh, now it's over. <laughs> now it's over. De'Aaron Fox definitely can't keep up with Dame. <laughs> But man, vote for Dame, dude. What what's going on? I mean, you you brought this up to me earlier. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't understand why Portland doesn't vote for Damian Lillard. Like two hundred thousand votes, and and Derrick Rose has six hundred thousand. Like, I don't get that. Dwayne Wade's got four hundred and fifty thousand or something like that. Like, I, I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense. And and you know, you could say, oh, Portland's a small market, but I mean, I've seen guy Brandon Roy's gotten voted in. Damian Lillard's had a better career so far than him. So. I don't really understand how he doesn't get the votes, you know, and it's usually like what a coach's pick when he does make it. Yeah. It's never voted in. He's just not getting the love he deserves. Yeah, so. I don't know what it is. I don't know if, you know, those Oregon hippies just don't like to use the internet to log on and, and do that or what. But <laughs> <laughs> probably got to right. go down and hug a tree to get a vote for Dame. I mean, we'd probably be a lock, but it is weird, man. I mean, I, th- I think it's ridiculous if any Portland fans are listening, dude, you got to show up. If we're, if we're going to complain about it on Twitter, don't be the type of person that's not voting, right? It's just yep. like, I mean, we talked about the campaign with Donald Trump a little bit earlier, but if you're the type of person that's complaining about politics and things like that, but you ain't voting, it's like, come on, dude. Oh, I can't I stand d- people like that. I, Trey, I don't, yeah. Trey with the, wasn't he complaining about votes on our yeah. group chat? Yeah. And I'm like, did you even vote? No. Okay, then. Yeah. Uh, you got no vote. Exactly. If you didn't vote, you got no opinion Get on Get on. 
I mean, even if you're not a Portland fan, you know Dame should be in. So yeah, there's Curry. no reason that I should even be having to freaking go out and, and campaign for this dude. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah, so crazy. go out and vote. Cur- currently, with the uh, those first returns coming back, yeah, of course you got Steph Harden, you know, ahead of him. But Derrick Rose, like you said, seven hundred thousand votes. Uh, what Russell Lil- Westbrook, who of course is an All Star, but I mean, Westbrook will always get in above Lillard. Yeah, no matter That's, what. It's just automatic. I'll take Lillard right now over Westbrook. I would too. If I was building a team. You Put Lillard with Paul George and Steven Adams. Let's see what that team does. Yeah, that's a good point. So, yeah, that'd be huge. He'd fit them a lot better. Yeah, that would be huge. But don't let that ever happen, please. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know. Westbrook's to me so overrated. No, I agree. I've been saying this forever, and now I hear a lot of people agreeing with me. It's funny. I, you know, you get so many arguments, you feel like you're the only guy, and then like couple years go by and people see the three for 20s over and over again and then everyone's on board with you you know, you know? i've always agreed with you yeah you have, you have. I, I hate i hate that stuff how many arguments do i get with people both oh right yeah today? you're dumb westbrook's the best yeah katie well we'll see what goes on in the all-star game too we'll see how much those votes change you know uh one thing we were talking about the greatest of all time earlier or the greatest of all time conversation. Yeah. Uh, we didn't do trivia today. We'll mm. see who listened through these rosters and wants to get in on the jersey giveaway. Oh, you, yeah. uh, you have some trivia for us, Corey? Yeah, man. You know, speaking of the GOAT, um, how many finals has LeBron James lost? No. Um, <laughs> speaking of the GOAT, Michael Jordan once averaged 41 points per game in an NBA final series. 41. Against which team did he accomplish this? Hit us with that answer. Which team did MJ average 41 points per game in an NBA Finals series? Hit us on uh, Twitter. Get into us on Instagram, on our website, however uh, you want to do that. You know, our Twitter is always an Instagram at one limitless range. You can get to us on our website at uh, the limitless range podcast.com. Um, but yeah, just reach in, hit us up. If you yeah, got any comments, you know, I like that. hit us up, talk smack about the teams we picked. You know, either way, whatever you guys want to say, um, it, it's all we're, we're looking for interaction. You know, we're looking for more and more interaction. We've got a great, you know, group of people already following and reaching us out from other podcasts and yeah. other stuff. And it's, it's just been awesome to see just through what are we at? Six or seven podcasts now? Is it seven or six? Something like that. Seven. It's you know, we're seven. Yeah, yeah. So to see, you know, we how many, a great call in system too. Yeah. You call in and yep. just chat. You so, know, Doug's, yeah. Doug's got the hookups. So. It'd be cool if people want to ring in, man. It's real easy. We could have a little small 10-minute debate, whatever. Yeah, so write us. Be like, hey, I got a cool topic. You know, what do you guys think about this? I would love to talk to you guys about it. Bring it up to us. You know, we're always open to things. Like Pete said, even if it's a 10-minute segment, hey, could you fit me in for 10 minutes? I want to talk about, you know, whatever team you're loving. You know, I got an opinion about Embiid, and I got an opinion about Butler, and you want to jump on, and you're from Philly, or even if you're not, just hit us up. Let's do it. Let's uh, keep debating ball, keep spreading the news, and uh, as always, PD Pod. Yeah, great show. Dougie buddy. Fresh. Great it was, show. It's good stuff, man. Rip City. Heck yeah. <laughs>